Hi, everybody. Welcome to No Story is Sacred. If you've never listened before, basically we're four siblings who grew up talking about the art of storytelling. Now that we're adults, we're still talking about it and inviting you to join the conversation. I'm Pippin, and may I offer you some ambrosia in these trying times? Mm. (laughs) I'm Alex, and oh my god... I love Josh. Wait, no, we're we're doing something different. Oh my god, I love Fan. <laughs> you limit yourself to just Thanatos, <laughs> weakling. Oh, no, 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 uh, well, Pip, Pip. You know why? Uh, you get why the why the joke kind of works. Oh, bless. I'm Brendan, and as he explores the wonders of the world. The podcast host discovers a quaint farm in which he carelessly trespasses, stepping on a farming tool which swoops up and strikes him in the forehead. Fatally. Taken by the sticks. Dun, dun, Okay. Good times. Good times. All right. Some, so. some witty remark about you being dead. Uh, and Cat got lost somewhere in... The stairs or something. Don't don't worry about it. It's fine. It's fine. Yeah. It's fine. It's yeah. fine. It's fine. It's fine. She, you know what? She didn't have the oval to pay uh, Caron to get over here. All right. I'll pick up the bow and go fetch her. You guys take just, care of the podcast. Just fucking Venmo her some oval. It, it'll be fine. <laughs> so today we're talking about the video game Hades. Because when cats away, we all play video games. <laughs> that is. <laughs> Nice. Uh, so, spoilers for the game. If you want specific content warnings about things we may talk about, check it out. Check out the show notes on NoStorySacred.com. Uh, though, everyone dies a lot in it, but they're fine. It's but fine. there's a good boy. There's such a good boy. There's also also a whole lot of, of uh, you know, family drama. Ooh, yeah, yeah. And a bisexual disaster. <laughs> My favorite kind. Or would you more describe him as a disaster bisexual? Hmm. <laughs> well, is he more a bisexual or is he more a disaster? I think he might be more of a disaster. <laughs> I mean, I I won't say how much I've destroyed the underworld. Um. <laughs> <laughs> so, for those of you who've never played Hades uh, of in our beautiful audience... Uh, the summary, according to Steam, Ooh. Uh, is Hades is a godlike, roguelike dungeon crawler that combines the best aspects of Supergiant's critically acclaimed titles, including the fast-paced action of Bastion, the rich atmosphere and depth of Transistor, and the character-driven storytelling of Pyre. You know what I love about that description? What? Doesn't, doesn't discuss jack it. shit about the game. Right? Of course. Also, it feeds into my, my subtle... Very subtle play at making you play more or of uh, Super Giants games. Meh. Because they're very good. But listen, listen, I really need to keep playing Sunny House so I can <laughs> clean up uh, my grandmother's house. At the very least, Pep, I, I think there's like a documentary series on YouTube going into like the development of Hades. Oh, that I'd be interested in. I think it's like a no clip. Probably, yeah. Probably, probably uh, because right, right toward the end is when the pandemic hit, and they were oh, having shit. to steal like they were having to work around like getting the game ready for publication and all the final like 
myriad of tasks to do in game development, which as you get closer to the end, become more and more complicated and more and more aggravating. And then... Because suddenly you have all these disparate parts that have to coalesce into one single thing. (laughs) Which, especially for a roguelike, there's a lot of testing you have to do and making sure nothing breaks completely when you combine stuff together. It's... It's a lot. Like, yeah. well, Pippin, didn't you just learn this year what a roguelike is? Listen. <laughs> okay. <laughs> technically, technically, I learned it last year because it was in December. So. <laughs> technically. Technically. Four so, months ago. <laughs> it was so, four months ago. So I put off paying Hades for a long time because... What I heard about it was that it's, oh, it's a roguelike. And my brain went, oh, rogues, those people who sneak around. Oh, no. (laughs) Uh, So it's going to be one of those, you know, hide, sneak sort of games. I'm like, oh, no, those are, I don't want to play one of those. Uh, And then I don't even remember why I finally started playing it. Um, It won a Hugo. It it won a Hugo. It has a... Disaster bisexual. Oh, I was telling you guys to play it. <laughs> yeah, but like, how often do I listen to you? Uh, the main character is very hot. Very, yeah, so, everybody, you know, everybody he, is very hot. Everybody is so hot. Here's the thing: like, pause the, the pause this episode right now and watch the. I think was the Switch animated trailer. It's mm. legit. Also, I think done by uh, the, an animation company uh, made by one of the people that was responsible for at least season one of the Castlevania Netflix. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So if there's certain similarities between, say, Zagreus's animation and Trevor Belmont, now you know. Now you know. And knowing is half the battle. But continue, Pep. <laughs> yeah, so I was like, oh, I don't want to play a sneaky sneak game. If I can't button mash, then I don't want to do it because <laughs> I'm bad at strategy and <laughs> – so I need to be able to just sort of force my way through things. <laughs> and then you learn that's exactly what you do in this game. That's all yeah. you do. And it turns out that when they say roguelike, they mean that it's like this game from the 70s called Rogue. <laughs> yep. Uh, and listeners, I was there when Pip found out because yeah. I was the one who told her. And <laughs> the look on her face was a yes, mixture of Here's the shock fucking thing. And disgust. <laughs> Here's the thing. It's a good step beyond that because Hades is not actually a rogue like. It's oh. a rogue light. <laughs> because it's not actually entirely like rogue. It's a bit different. Fuck gaming terminology. It, that's my I mean, that's my takeaway here. Honestly, it's used interchangeably by almost everybody. The base conceit is that in any particular playthrough, you play until you die. Yes. And then you start over from the beginning. Like, there's and, no save and, points or anything like that. And the levels that you progress through have changed, changed in layout, and uh, basic in basic layout, and enemies, and pickups. Yeah. So every time you go through it, it's different. And in a true roguelike game, if it's like Rogue from the 70s... <laughs> uh, apparently. <laughs> apparently. Your own character's base stats stay the same. There's no leveling up at all. The the, uh, the point is to that is that you, the player, develop skills. Yeah, 
Uh, the, the, the best way I remember hearing it talked about was actually at, uh, GDC a, a few years ago. And the appeal of like a true roguelike game, or, where again, you don't get leveling up for the character itself. Uh, the, the reward is that you get that sense of accomplishment at attaining mastery at the end. But here's the thing. I suck at that. <laughs> I want to button mash my way through things. And that's where, uh, and that's where the appeal of roguelites is come in. For with roguelites, what happens is that your character gets progressively stronger and has access to more, uh, beginning, uh, to more, buffs. uh, yeah, more buffs at the beginning of a playthrough. I would argue it's still a, a roguelike if you just get more stuff you can pick up along the way, like as part of the random loot. But that's just mm. my own personal preferences and tastes and all that because I like having like rewards for having gone deeper and deeper into the game. But yeah. I happen to really like roguelites and roguelikes and all that just because it makes for infinite variations of gameplay and can I get one of these optimal builds that I like? Can I get this one? Can I get this one? Like I, I, I will tend to load up a game and try to play a new I, I, I either either play like a way that I'm comfortable with and I just want to let off steam such as it is or I load it up and try something completely bonkers and new and try to find weird synergies because like in general when I play any games like even multiplayer games I tend to be the guy that like sits in the corner going like, ooh, what kind of weird combinations can I make this time? <laughs> and more often than uh, not, it doesn't work. But that one time out of ten, I get to do like god hand maneuvers and really annoy my friends when I do. <laughs> Off topic, yeah. uh my friend Karina was rolling D and D stats uh today. Uh just just to keep herself occupied. She figured if she's going to roll dice as a stem thing, she might as well <laughs> see what character stats. She managed to roll a three. <laughs> and I'm like, dude, dude, make it a bard, put that bard, put that three in charisma, see what happens. <laughs> I mean, you could. Yeah. <laughs> you might die, but you could. Um, speaking about might die, let's, uh, let's talk about the story of the game because the, uh, the Steam description here told nothing of the story, so it's up to Did us. Did not mention the main character's name. <laughs> mentioned his dad. <laughs> well, oh no, no, they mentioned the place he lives. Mm. I thought they just mentioned the, the concept in general. Uh, but before, <laughs> before we con- continue on, Bren, and I, I, I recommend uh, you play uh, Going Under. Going Under. Okay. It's a uh, roguelike where you, you uh where you play in a office like you venture through an office all day in in combating through failed startups. Oh no. Oh. <laughs> the first air the first area is Joblin. Oh. <laughs> oh no. Hold on, I'm looking it up on Steam or is that on Switch? It's uh, I believe it's on both. Don't <laughs> mind me. <laughs> Well, you do that. <laughs> so, so the story of this game. The story uh, as you, we know it. <laughs> as we know it. Sing and meme, oh muse. Uh, the story 
of Zagreus. Zagreus is the son of Hades. And Zagreus uh, has a problem with Thaddeus. <laughs> oh. Are, are you proud of yourself? No. <laughs> Good. Uh, so uh, the story actually opens uh, with absolutely no context. Uh, you are Zagreus and you are attempting to escape the underworld. You have sword in hand and your dad yelling in uh, disembodied voice going, you're going to fail. It's a healthy dynamic. It's a healthy family. It's, it's, it's totally healthy. Totally healthy. It, it feels like, oh, yeah. uh, it feels like I'm back in high school. <laughs> oh, uh, that, that was just me. He, he quoted, hang, uh, a Mortal Kombat. Of course. Yeah. yeah. Dear dad, when you listen to this, <laughs> that wasn't commentary on you. Though we do, um, though, though, though dad's be, or does, does match Hades. That's true. Hmm? And the thing is like, the, the, the nice thing about this game is that, a lot of this story is just told in the process of doing it. Like you hit start and it's literally like you are hopping out of your bedroom window with sword in hand and a mission in your heart. Uh, and you then, don't even know why you're doing it yet. And he's not going to tell you until you die. You've died like several times. Well, um, you, you get the, the vibe that. Uh, you, you are just trying to escape the underworld initially. You're not getting why you're escaping until a few deaths in, I think. And even then, I, I think, think it's so. like, like the ultimate thing is, I mean, we, we, we're just, I think we just talk about the story. So spoilers, spoilers, spoilers. Uh, your, your actual mission is you're, you're just trying to escape the underworld to see your mom because you, you gotta visit your mother. You gotta, you gotta kid. Uh, because in this story, uh, Persephone, uh, left the underworld for some reason, which gets explained in the mythology of this game. And Zagreus is basically wanting to go up to the surface where she is and be like, hey, what up? Why'd you leave? And that's why you're escaping the underworld. Yeah, he was told, he grew up believing that his mother uh, was Nyx, the goddess of night. Yep. But then Nyx, being crafty and... Probably like the healthy parent uh, in, in, inside the underworld was like, yo, Zag, you're old enough to, to really parse this now. Uh, I'm not your ma. Your mom's Persephone. She's up on the surface. Let's get you connected with I'm, your relatives. <laughs> I'm not sure that's exactly what happened. I think the narrator let it slip. It was in conjunction with uh, with Nyx because Nyx is the line that you got your connections to Olympus with. Because yeah, I I think if I recall correctly, the narrator let it slip, and then Zagreus went to Nyx and went um, and Nyx was all like, uh, "Oh, now that you know." <laughs> okay, now I'll spill the beans because I promised not to tell you, but if you already knew, okay, that makes sense. Okay, because Nyx arranged uh, basically lying to the Olympians about why you're trying to escape. She just is like, Hey, yeah, Zag wants to escape, uh, the underworld to come see us in Olympus. Sure. She went to Athena first. She's like, Athena, you've got a head on your shoulders. <laughs> yes, I do. <laughs> Have you heard about your nephew? My what now? <laughs> yeah. Hades got busy. <laughs> uh, co no cousin. 
cousin. Oh, yeah, cousin. Oh, cousin. cousin. Listen, listen. I can't keep track of how they are all related. A new uh, cousin? I, I like the descriptions in the, uh, in the, the things of the Olympi- Olympian siblings of being kind of foster siblings. So it's not, uh, the, uh so it's not uh, that weird, but still weird. It's still Ooh. weird. Uh, and also so- every single god. Very hot. So hot. And they want to know about you. <laughs> Bless. Because, so to speak. because you are the or last family they haven't been a dick to. <laughs> and they're trying their best. They mess you up in new ways. Yeah. Well, they, they, uh, they, they want to be able to influence new family members. It's great. The Olympians are a stable family. They're healthy and normal. Uh, why do you, why's your, why does it say your relationship with your, or her sister is complicated? Cause it's complicated. <laughs> I, don't, <laughs> I don't want to talk about it. So, uh, Zagreus is attempting to get up to the surface to see his mother, whom he has never met. And it gets farther and farther each time. He goes through Tartarus, uh, where he becomes a good friends with uh, Sisyphus. He goes through Asphodel where he becomes good friends with Eurydice, and he travels through uh, Elysium, where he uh, gets to meet Patroclus. Uh, you remember heard your they, high school mythology. <laughs> woo! Here's the thing, they pronounce it different in the game. Uh, <laughs> but I can't remember how they pronounced it, so I apologize. Uh, yeah, throughout the game, you also encounter many other uh, denizens of the underworld, including your ex. <laughs> Ooh, yeah, you used to date one of the Furies. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Who she's not too pleased that you're trying to escape the underworld. It feels like a rejection. <laughs> uh, her name is uh, Megra. She doesn't understand why the fuck you're doing this. And, the, uh, and, and she will kick your fucking ass. There's no chance. No way. Hey, she won't say it. <laughs> no, no. no. <laughs> uh, At least out loud. She won't she say. She won't say. She's, She's enough. enough. Oh. Uh, you, know, you <laughs> see a bone hydra, uh, whom you eventually rename Lerny. <laughs> you, uh, meet what's his face? Uh, the king, Theseus. Theseus and the Minotaur. Uh, the Minotaur who also has a name that I don't remember. Uh, uh Asterius. Asterius, yeah. Asterius. Asterius. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Asterius, best character in the game. Uh, Wait, not Patrolicus? I do like him too. Ha <laughs> uh, uh, Oh yeah, and um, Orpheus and... You ready to say? Nope. The, uh, the hero, the hero of the uh, Trojan War, who... Yeah. Achilles? Yeah. Achilles. Yeah, Orpheus and Achilles are chilling, uh, back in the main house that you keep trying to escape from. Yep, it's like, oh, Zag, um, you're back. You died? Cool. Eternity, eternity separated from their loved ones. It's fine. Don't worry about it. Everyone's fine. Everyone's fine. And because the underworld is short-staffed, after uh, Achilles is pulling guard duty. Uh, and there's the maid, Dusa, uh, who is a floating gorgon head. Definitely and is adorable. also the best character. Definitely not Medusa. Definitely not. Totally not. <laughs> totally not. So yeah, as you play, you part of it is, you know, trying to get to, you know, the overworld uh, and escape uh, Hades uh, and to meet your mom. 
Uh, but also part of it is building relationships with all of these people to get to know them better and heal relationships. Kind of. This like, game is actually about healing relationships. And kind of like a dating sim. <laughs> and also a dating sim. Cause Pep, you neglected the, the best one. I was saving him for last, and then I got distracted about the healing power of Zagreus' uh, love. Um, with booze. He heals it with <laughs> booze. Uh, ambrosia. Uh, yeah. Also, uh, in the game, you meet Thanatos, Nyx's, uh, one of Nyx's sons. Also a god of death? Of mm-hmm. dying? Death dying, yeah. He's That's a grim weird, reaper. There are a lot of gods of death going around. He's a psychopomp. He is one of many. Because uh, uh, Hermes is also a psychopomp, as is Charon in a way, which is why they all probably get along. Uh, they do in canon. Yeah, uh, just the great adventures off the side of Hermes and Charon. They're having adventures that weren't not invited to, and it's rude. Anyway, so Thanatos, god of dead, and also can be your boyfriend at the same time as Megara is your girlfriend, and they're Bisexual cool with it. Pansexual disaster. <laughs> Because they're Greeks and they're gods. What? <laughs> Literally, one of the dialogue bits, uh, it's Zagreus going to Thantos and going like, hey, you don't mind that I'm also dating Megara, right? And Thantos is like, of course not. Why would I? What are we, mortal? <laughs> and I'm like, fuck yeah, dude. <laughs> uh, you can also romance Dusa. Uh, mm. But when you get Max hearts with her, she actually goes like, I, I like you. I love you as as a friend. Yeah. Uh, and Zagreus is all like, fair deal, BFFs forever? She's like, BFFs forever! And then they high-five. It's great. <laughs> yeah, and they actually are just like, BFFs after that. I'm like, fuck yeah! yeah. Well, not, not high-five, high-snake. Aw. Well, and, and you could argue that they are basically uh, exploring the various different types of uh, love, especially as per- uh, portrayed in Greek mythology where you have like, you know, romantic love and, uh, uh, uh platonic. What, what, pl- yeah, platonic love and all that. And, uh, and just plain messed up love. Uh, yeah. A maternal what? love and love of teacher and student because Zagreus and Achilles have a thing. Yeah. And love of, of beating up a skeleton. Hell Woo! yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh, a skelly. Uh, but yeah, so. Let's talk about what happens when you finally escape the underworld. Well, you, oh, yeah. So well, you meet your mom. You meet your mom, and she's all like, holy fuck, you're alive. And you're like, wait, what do you mean by that? <laughs> also, hold on, dying. What's the lie? <laughs> oh, yeah. Y'all, spoiler alert. Um, there is no escape. <laughs> the, the game was honest with you from the start. When you first start playing the game, it says... There is no escape from Hades. And guess what, people? There is no yeah. escape <laughs> from sure, Hades. Oh, no. It's just trying to bring me down. Then you get to the surface and die. Because guess what? As, as a denizen of the underworld, uh, you're dead. Yeah. Although, Stay down. Like, I kind of wonder if there's also, like, something to be said about, like, like Zagreus's, uh kind of, like, circumstances of his birth and all that. Because, like, yeah. Thanatos hangs out on the surface probably for longer times and all that, so... I don't know, well, I think, that, I think there's probably... The, that's in the, uh... That's in the surface of his duties, though. True, but I'm, I'm saying there, there's probably, like, 
mythological stuff happening in the background that you don't need to worry about. Yeah, I think it is because he technically died as a baby. Because <laughs> here's the thing. Persephone left for the surface thinking that Zagreus had died, you know, shortly after childbirth. And so, yeah. Th- and there, she couldn't handle it. And, and, and Hades being a good sort – because cause Hades, the, the rough, mean dad, turns out to also kind of be a softie on the inside. He's any just, Hades, he, any version of Hades that isn't incredibly passionately in love with Persephone is a bad version of Hades. Fair. <laughs> I know the, the, the ones where they're just like a happy couple is also just amusing, I think. Um, oh, yeah. But yeah, so... You get to learn more and more of this as you complete the game more and more. So, like, it's a reward for basically attaining mastery of at least the base game because there's harder difficulties you can unlock later, yada, yada, yada. But by attaining mastery of the base game, it's basically it's basically rewarding you with the story as you go. And each time you make it back to the surface, it's like you catch up with your ma some more. It's sweet. It's touching. Yeah, because you spend a lot of the beginning of the game going, like, okay, I win the game by getting to Persephone. And then you die, and the game's all like, nah, you gotta go finish that conversation. You, <laughs> but you're going back at the start. You gotta catch up with your ma. And then you think you win the game when you do this several times in a row, and you bring her back home and reunite her with your dad, and it turns out they, they still care for each other. Huzzah! And then... You learn some of the extra details about how, like, oh, by the way, their marriage is kind of – could cause some, like, drama and maybe a war amongst the gods? Question mark? And you, having met the gods by this point, go like, oh, yeah, I can see that. <laughs> yeah, they're kind of jerks sometimes. They have tempers. <laughs> uh, and, and so then your exploration of uh, the underworld – Kind of turns from just getting to the surface to getting to the surface, but also bribing all your relatives with tons of gifts to make them all like you and invite them all to a party and smooth everything over the end. And also, <laughs> also to kind of maintain the excuse, <laughs> the pretense, which is basically like, uh, the Persephone story as we know today, where she, you know, you know, ate the pomegranates and all that. Ha 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 ha. And it's basically just like more or less Persephone being like kind of kind of clever and subtle and Hades like nodding approval like, yeah, that's my wife. <laughs> and <laughs> She's so smart and pretty. And like <laughs> none of the gods are fooled by this. They all know that uh, how to say uh, <laughs> <laughs> Zeus loudly going, ha ha, this is how it is. Ha 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 ha. It's a pretense, but it's a pretense that they can all agree on. I think the only one who may be fooled is, like, uh, Demeter, right? Persephone's mom, because she was actively freezing the world, which is something that was being talked about. Like, throughout the entire game, it's kind of subtly talked about how, like, hey, on the surface, winter hasn't stopped. Um, mortals are dying a lot. Which is also explaining why there's so much paperwork down in Hades right now and why Zagreus is doing this escape to the surface stuff is, uh, causing issues. <laughs> it's like, we have other things going on, can you not? But, yeah. <laughs> it's a fun game. It's a lot more touching than you expect it to be. The music is good. It's and, and- in the blood. 
It's in the blood. Hey, Pip. When did you? Uh, when did you hear that song the first time? I heard it before. It just—it's been a while. Okay. I usually play the game with the volume turned mostly off, uh, because I'm usually watching other things. The part of the moral of the game is about the healing power of, like, love uh, and mending relationships. Because that's the power of love. Woo! Uh, because through the game, you also reunite uh, Orpheus and Eurydice. And, and you reunite uh, Achilles and uh, Patrocles. You give Theseus some, you know, really cool armor, which he appreciates. <laughs> Not oh. from you. He just thinks it's cool. Uh, uh, you, know, you become friends with the gods. Uh, you heal your own family's relationship. Yeah. And you just generally work to make people happier. And I get to button mash and kill things. Which is... But nobody stays dead because they're already dead. At the end of the day, isn't that what's most important? Woo! And, and, uh, uh, and now you're not a blow. I'm like your dad always said you were. Woo! <laughs> Take that, dad. Because uh, uh, your job is now escaping the underworld. You're a security for- consultant. Yes. You're finding the cracks in the system. And you're... Man. And you're giving exercise to the not-inmates guests. <laughs> oh, and you're also getting resources to make the house look nicer. Yep, yep. Really? It's a- also about finding the work that you love. Yeah. Also, it's about the most important thing that we haven't mentioned yet. Uh, petting the very good uh, dog. I was just about to say. Yeah. There's Cerberus. There is a... Button directly for petting Cerberus. Which apparently uh, was a pain actually to code. Yes. Well, because they're 2D sprites and it's like, how do you get this to work? And it's also why only one of the three heads likes being pet. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but but they knew it was important to be able to pet the dog. Yeah. Well, like, Wait. can you pet the dog is, is a, uh, is a very, is a uh, video game, uh, um, test of, of quality. <laughs> Yeah. It's a trope and a trope I love. And and uh, one thing I appreciate about this game is uh the last level you you get to the gates of the underworld and it's like you start getting closer to it and then like Cerberus appears and is like I'm not going to fight my dog game and the game agrees. <laughs> it's like let's not fight the dog. You know that his favorite snacks are over that way. <laughs> <laughs> I I like how it still does the the victory banner over the top and goes Cerberus vanquished in the subtitle you did this <laughs> but it's just Cerberus <laughs> is gone to yep. eat a snack or it's like Cerberus vanquished a delicious meal <laughs> uh, though if you turn up the the, the heat ratings and make it a more difficult game at the end when you're fighting Hades uh, he'll actually call Cerberus and Cerberus will run through yeah. uh, and do damage uh, but you cannot damage Cerberus back of course not why would you I would never harm my very good boy. Cerberus is a good dog. Cerberus, I got you a new ball. Do you like it? He does. He does. He may have wrecked the wreck room, but you know. Oh, he just needed to be walked. Which, you know, I think Zagreus's adventures here do. <laughs> All right. Uh, so, yeah, that's in a very random way, uh, the story of the video game Hades. A lot of it, surprisingly, is, has, basis at least in actual mythology like zagreus is a mythological character he's just not a very well known one yeah uh, uh, actually it's uh i think in 
some mythologies, he's actually like a proto Dionysus. Yes. Which is why there's like some fun dialogue in the game where it's like, yeah, let's tell a joke on the mortals and have them say I'm Dionysus, huh? Huh? Uh, okay, he, boss. Zagreus tells it to Orpheus, yep. who writes a song about it. And also there is a cult of Orpheism about how Zagreus is Dionysus in our actual real world. Yes. <laughs> uh, Good times. So, like, there's I, – I feel like this is just one of those examples where you have mythology that a lot of us know about. Like, I don't think there's anybody, anybody that's, like, gone through – basic high school english and hasn't covered at least some of the greek myths right yeah it's popular yeah, yeah. we all watched hercules yeah who put bless my soul who put the gladi- gladiator <laughs> yeah it's just taking the mythology and then using elements from that to help inform a new story i think is an interesting way to take it yeah some would call it the folk process I was, I was literally got to say, let me put on my cat hat for a second. Like, uh, wait, 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 wait. Folk process. Folk process. <sighs> Folk process. Hello. Hello, it's bees. Nah. <laughs> um, I love you, cat. So, so one of the reasons, uh, that this being a roguelike game, actually works for the story that they're telling it's not just you know like well we have to pick a way to pay for the game to be set up it actually you know informs the story is because uh, of the mythology aspect because part of it is the stories that we always retell Mm -hmm. yep you know and also tying this into hades town which is another retelling of the story of orpheus and eurydice now yeah orpheus and eurydice uh with uh, Hades and Persephone also there because that show opens up with them saying we're going to sing this song and we're going to sing it again because maybe it'll turn out differently this time yeah there is no escape there but we're going to try again because maybe this time it'll be different uh, and that's why we t- retell stories even if we know how it's going to end because maybe maybe we can change it this time and at, uh, and maybe at the very least recontextualize some stuff. Yeah, we at the very least might learn something. So uh, always having to go back and start again, you know, is it's just part of mythology because we keep retelling the exact same stories, but every time we t- retell it, it changes a little bit. And so maybe if we re- retell it enough, we can just straight up change the ending. Yeah, I mean the. The uh, story of the uh, story of the gods changes from um, um, Greeks to Roman and uh, from Hades to Pluto. The story of Orpheus and Eurydice in our world always ends badly, but in the video game, they get a happy ending. They do. I mean, it's kind of sweet. Took a a very dedicated wingman. (laughs) Hey, look, if I could have Zag as my wingman in just all things. I'd be okay with that, because you know what? Zag is a good egg. Zag is all like, hi, you're, you're gonna see, I met Orpheus, and she's like, him? And he's like, oh. What? <laughs> <laughs> and then you die, go back, and you're like, Orpheus, 
the fuck? <laughs> it's like, I've betrayed her. He's like, go to say, and go like, what happened? And she's like, he fucking knows what happened. And you have to keep going back and forth, dying each time. It's great. It helps that Zagreus is, again, a good kid, and Eurydice warms up to Zagreus. <laughs> Real fast. Real fast, she's like, listen, incredibly. He still loves you, and he misses you, and he's really sorry about that dooming you to the underworld thing. So it was be, an accident. And though, to be fair, you're gonna kind of end up here anyways, like he did. <laughs> to be fair. To be fair. <laughs> to be fair. Uh, so, since it's we're now at the 40-minute mark. What? I th- we should probably think of how we would change it. How would we change it? Because it keeps all... How would we change this ever-changing Hugo Award-winning work? This is a Hugo Award-winning game that we all like. <laughs> and based on the, sto- on the stories that have always changed since time immemorial. I'm not saying that I didn't think this through when I suggested this. <laughs> but I'm, I'm saying that maybe I didn't think this through when I suggested it. Pippin didn't think things through? Surely you jest. I didn't think this through, the Pippin McDonald story. <laughs> then let us reimagine. Instead, I present to you who Hades as a first-person shooter. Oh. Indeed. I mean, you do get a gun. You do oh, get yeah, a gun. Oh, yeah, audience, audience, I didn't feel like it's important to let you know that in this story, based in Greek mythology, uh, in the way past, technically, you do eventually... Get a fucking gun. And a, a machine shot. gun. And a mortar <laughs> shot. <laughs> yep. Uh, uh, and after you get it, everybody you meet goes like, what the fuck is in your hand? Why are you holding that? You better hope the mortals never find it. And it's implied that because you reached the surface holding it, you brought firearms into the world. Whoops. Whoops. Zaggy's brought the gun. Look, Zag is a good kid, but... Doesn't think long term, okay? Okay. Everybody fucking told him, well, like, what are you doing handling those weapons? <laughs> they were uh, locked up for a reason. <laughs> yep. <laughs> like, you're holding the primordial form of the a weapon I use to destroy the old, oh, the old titans. You're holding an aspect of chaos. And chaos in the background going, like, what up? Like, yeah, hold, hold, hold it just like that. Oh, yeah. We think it's cool. Shut up, Chaos. <laughs> oh, you also healed the relationship between Chaos and uh, Nyx. Yep. A lot oh, of- and Nyx and uh, Ares have been flirting some. Yeah. Just saying. And every time uh, Zagreus is all like, Nyx, are you sure you want to get... Are you sure you want to spend time with Ares? He's kind of intense. And Nyx is all like, uh, excuse me, who's the mother in this relationship? Stay, <laughs> stay out of my business. <laughs> and Zag's like, oh, okay, okay. Duly noted. <laughs> Thanks, adoptive mom. <laughs> I love you, mom. <laughs> um, so what What changes, Al? What changes? What changes? What changes when you who turn it into a first-person shooter, I, uh, I am now saying, <laughs> it is, uh, well, the layout can stay the same because uh, 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 first-person shooters were all about corridors. Whereas, uh, mm. I'm thinking, of, of course, about... Oh, like 90s first-person sh- shooters. There's, uh... Well, now I want 90s computer, like, chiptune remixes of the Hades music. <laughs> I, it has to already be out there. 
<laughs> Mortal Kombat. Oh, wait, uh, I can't do, uh, I can't do, uh, Doom, which was really just Pixel, which was really also, oh, just Chip Chun, uh, Slayer. Don't they go to hell in Doom? It still sounds like Mortal Kombat to me. Yeah. It's almost as if there was a limited, uh, limited sound. I know, I know an iconic one I can do. Welcome, world. So that cat knows what to write down later. What was that? Doom. Okay. Cat, I'm sorry. Uh, no, I'm that's not. Why. I'm not sorry. <laughs> uh, the yeah, like we can just rip whole cloth. Uh, uh, some a- some doom assets. That's that. <laughs> and uh, Akio paint o- paint over some of the industrial stuff with this um uh, Hellenistic columns. Boom. <laughs> nice. Boom. Oh Lord. So, uh, uh, but this also kind of changes the story because first person shooters of the nineties weren't all that big on talking. This is a very talky game. It is. It really is. So you're going to have to do a lot of your interaction with friendly bullets. Oh my God. I just had an idea. Go, Bren. It is now your turn. Oh, no, just in the same vein as what Alex is talking about. I don't know if I want to actually commit to this, but... Or, or, okay, then what just if, add. Oh, no, no, just... What if it was Stardew Valley, but Hades? <gasps> Stardew Valley, or Hades, from Persephone's point of view. <laughs> I mean, two indie darlings that a Pip has on her Switch. That's true. Oh, man. Fictional Pippin in a Stardew Valley? Her life is put together. <laughs> She's got a house... Husband, kids, money in the bank, friends with everybody in town. Oh, man. And then every now and then your sh- son shows up and then dies. Oh. <laughs> oh, that gets dark. It's fine. Don't worry about it. Like, Well, maybe he can show up long enough to help you take down Jojo Mart. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Zagreus, I hear you have a gun. <laughs> <laughs> Boom. Uh, well, that, just, just the aspect of uh, really playing up into the uh, relationship dynamics because that is one thing that as we've talked about over the course of this episode the story beats in this game are all about healing relationships and so if you have like like a building sim or farm sim kind of thing that setup where a huge aspect of the gameplay is fostering and building relationships mm. then there's something uh, I think there's something to that um uh, mechanically, in the game itself, if I was just to kind of keep Hades as is, I would have liked more, like, power of friendship level ups for going deeper into, like, your relationships with the other people underground, which you do get in a form with, uh, with little keepsake charms that you get to start the game with. But just more along that line where it's like, yeah, if you max out somebody's relationship, you get like a buffed up move you can do in some runs because it's like it's it's the social link uh mechanic from the Persona games um, mm. where you are literally empowered by the power of friendship and healing those friendships or relationships. But you know, also, yeah, also gives you supernatural powers i guess story-wise 
I mean, I, I guess I'll let you go, Pip, uh, first, and then I'll also have some extra notes that, as I was thinking about it, um, I can do some extra comments at the end here. So, Pip, well, go. <laughs> well, like I said, I, I like this game. Uh, and I get to date two hot people at the same time. Neither of them mind. In fact, they will go off and talk about me behind my back. Uh, and go to Zagreus, this is a private conversation. Uh... <laughs> Apparently, if you romance Meg first, the fan will reveal that Meg, Meg is the one who told him to you know, go for it. Um, yeah, that's true. Nice. But I, I thought it'd be funny. Alex said what if it was a first-person shooter. I'm over here going like, well, if we're going to do that, make it a platformer. <laughs> you, you got like a hundred uh, drops of, of, uh, of ambrosia Darkness. in each level. Yeah. Uh, 100 pomegranate seeds. Oh, oh, yeah, you're right, you're right. Gotta collect the pomegranate seeds. <laughs> because theoretically, at least, or technically or something, you're going up, you know, because you're starting down in the main house and going through the different levels to get to the surface. So why wouldn't you just jump on platforms to get up there? <laughs> I would hate that game. I'm bad at platformers. That's the way to do it. So, like, what what else would change in the story, you think? Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing. Perfect. 10 out of 10. Which actually, <laughs> to be fair, is most people's evaluation of this game. 10 out of 10. Why are I you playing it yet? I there are some people who don't like it, and well, I think they're wrong. Yeah, people can be wrong sometimes. That's okay. I don't hold it against them, except in my heart. It's like, are you mad because they made some of the Greek gods black? Is that Oof. what's happening here? Are you or, mad because you play a dude who has a romantic relationship? With a dude. With Thanatos, uh, who is a god. Um, uh, Zagreus likes to flirt with death. Um, oh. What? Oh. I mean, I, I think, you know, uh, here, here's an extra romance option that they weren't brave enough to put into the game. Zag and Boldy the Boulder. Boldy believes in me. And he also, does. He literally does. And Boldy is in a committed relationship. With Sisyphus. Sisyphus. Yeah. Yeah. Sisyphus and the boulder are both in the game as well. And Sisyphus has kind of a positive outlook on life, which is a nice change. He's been down there for a real long time and has, in fact, thought through some things. Yeah. And he's gotten quite buff. I think one of the unlocks you get in the game, going back to more story discussion here, I think one of the unlocks is like literally getting a pardon for Sisyphus to which he's like, Nah, I like it here. Um, I mean, I'm glad I could take a break from time to time. That's nice. But, you know, me and Boldy, we, we got a thing going. <laughs> this means that now the Furies aren't going to come around and randomly whip me sometimes. That's pretty great. That's a that's a plus. Uh, <laughs> Megara's sisters. Uh, do, do they end up liking Zag? I mean, I don't think. Uh, no. To Stephanie, I think eventually learns to say Zagreus's name. Which is a step up from when you first meet her, all she says is murder. I love her so much. And then it's like, murder Zagreus. Hooray. And then like, no, not like <laughs> Not like this. <laughs> like, that, that, that's not what I meant. <laughs> the Furies. Angry? What? <laughs> oh, also, even when you uh, start a romantic relationship with Megara, uh, Megara she's still all like, uh, I'm going to kick your fucking ass when you're trying to escape. And Zag's all like... I wouldn't like you as much if you didn't. <laughs> <laughs> That's a perk. Come on. <laughs> uh, uh, 
listen, sometimes there are little interstitial scenes uh, where you fade to black with Megara, uh, Megara uh, in your bedroom, and there's just some giggling and the sound of a whip, and I'm like, Zagreus! <laughs> <laughs> it's It's a great game. There's lots to do, and if you're not careful, you will spend, like, a hundred hours playing it, and then another hundred, and wonder what happened to your life. Yeah, my Switch is on the other side of the room, otherwise I would look to see how many hours I've played, because it's <laughs> going to be too many. Uh, and I, oh god, I would stay up way too late, because I would think to myself, oh, let me just finish this run, when yep. I was in Tartarus. <laughs> Oof. I mean, that that is... That is typical roguelite and roguelike uh, uh, feels there. It's like, yeah, I got time for a run. One hour later. Yeah, that was a run. Do I have time for <laughs> one more? Yeah, that, that's where I guess me. These days, I can put it down in the middle of a run. Because at this point, I know the weapons and stats enough that like, I was like, oh, is this what I have on my weapon right now? Cool. <laughs> oh, that's fun. Let's continue this. Ha uh, but when I was first playing, I was like, no, if I stop now, I'm going to forget how to use this. <laughs> all right. Um, thinking about games and all that, is there a game we can play with uh, Hades here? Oh, I don't think we have a game we can play with Hades, but I can't think of a game we can play with Pip. What? Pip, how would you like to play a game? A game that has no name yet, because I came up with it this morning and didn't bother coming up with a name. Uh, wherein you have to guess what, guess the, the meaning of various video game terms. You know what? I'm not sure why I'm being punished right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, we, we, can, we can do this plus a regular podcast game. We'll do both. Hey, hey, hit me. All right, all right, all right. We can uh, start off easy. Yeah, I'm very certain you, you uh, know this. What? It's a Metroidvania. <laughs> is it a game that's like both Metroid and Castlevania? Close. It, is it a side-scrolling platformer? Go on. Is it one where you also have to go backwards at the end? You know what? I think I'll... Close. Oh, yeah, I, I think I'll give it to you. It is a exploration-focused uh, side-scrolling platformer with a uh, focus on your character getting progressively more powerful and those pro- and those powers allowing you to explore more areas. Isn't that just a video game? <laughs> well, it's like unlockables and stuff like that. It's, it's a thing. It's a thing, Pippin. Now, when you said uh, Castlevania, you're actually using the broad term because it does not actually refer, refer to the first Castlevania game. Ironically Fuck enough. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> what does it refer to? Uh, Castlevania, like, after Symphony of the Night. Well, including an after, yeah. Yeah, uh, including an after, yeah. Because you get, like, unlocks and all that. And it, it's a thing. Yeah. It's a whole thing, Pippin. It's a thing. It's a thing. Uh, uh, side note, everyone should go watch Brian David Gilbert's video on the sexiest... <laughs> Castlevania creature from Polygon. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. Oh, what is a shmup? <laughs> Unfortunately, this is an audio medium, so people can't see the look on my face. 
Pippin, you can't show that finger. <laughs> but we can hear. I, I would actually, we can hear. I would the, actually describe it, describe it as the Kermit the Frog <laughs> face, where he's real upset about something you just said. Because guess what? I'm real upset by something you just said. So, 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 so what I can suggest to you is sound it out. Shmup. All right. Try again. Shmup. Now, what do you think you hear when you do that? Shmup. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll pronounce it in a different way to give you a clue. Shmup. Ah, oh, mother... Okay. Great booze up. <laughs> you got it. Got him. Yes. Like, point on the board for Pip. Uh, <laughs> can you explain this, Edmund? <laughs> uh, sh- yes. yes. A shmup is a my good friend. Shoot M up. Oh, it's a shoot. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Why just, why not just say shoot well, him up? Shoot him up is fun to say. Well, because people are lazy and that's how slang works. Language is English is a living language. You change this over time. I've got uh, I've got plenty of others, but I have one more for Pippin, and then we'll switch to a proper well, I've got, podcast I've, game. I've got two two that are related, and so you go and then I go with my two. Uh, uh, sure, but okay. Uh, Pip, what's a soul's born? Do, 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 do. It's, it's, does it have anything to do with Soul Calibur? Nope. Nope. <laughs> does it have anything to do with Dark Souls? It yeah. does. Yep, there you go. You know what? Second guess, that was great. I should guess Dark Souls first, actually. What was the word again? Soulsborn. Is it someone who f- fucking hates <laughs> whatever I said before the game? <laughs> no. No, Pippin. No, to someone who likes it too much. Uh, I mean, <laughs> yeah, kind of. Uh, Soulsborne game is a, a video game that is like both Dark Souls and Bloodborne, which is I was never going to get Bloodborne, which is to say a uh, a game that is highly skill based and usually relies on checkpoints in which uh, all the enemies will also respawn upon going to the checkpoints. So another game I would suck at. Yeah, maybe. Uh, and you depends. Know, uh, you who don't get story, you get a hint of, of a destroyed world from um the oh 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 but it's a uh, of a of a tech of a flavor text you get uh, when you pick a. Up a rusty sword. Um, they're getting better about it in recent years. Um, there's a, it's, it's like an unknowable world. It's like a complicated world and you're just looking at pieces as you encounter it. So there isn't like heavy dialogue or anything like that. It's a lot of learning through exploration. But also the world got done, got fucked up. So is it Breath of the Wild? Um, <laughs> kind of. Actually, Breath of the Wild did draw a lot of inspiration from stuff like that. Um, just saying. Yeah. And, and and vice versa now. I mean, uh, Elden Ring took some of the inspiration from, like, Breath of the Wild with this having this open world and dungeons to explore. <laughs> Can I say that Elden Ring looks depressing? 
Well, it is depressing. Have you been in the world? My God. <laughs> no. Everyone's going gaga about it. And I'm like, that just looks sad. It's made by Miyazaki and uh, 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 George R. R. Martin. Not the Miyazaki you're thinking of. Of Pep, by the way, Pep. Thank you. Uh, but, all right. Uh, let's do one more of this. And uh, um, do, we, do we still want to try and do a uh, classic game as well for Hades, the board, uh, the, the board game? Huh. Oh, well, mine is kind of a, a two-parter in that I want to uh, be a bit of a, uh, be, in that I want to be a, a bit of a jerk. Okay. Pip, in a video game, mm. what is a tank? The tank is the one who has a lot of hit points so it can, you know, soak up damage, right? You're very, yeah. very good. Now, Pip, what are tank controls? Uh, trying to figure out where the trick is. Is it someone with a lot of hit points who so who can suck up damage, <laughs> but can also sort of control the battlefield? So I mean, that's a cool character concept. Not gonna lie. Oh yeah, that, that's a that's a almost like a uh, good uh, character concept for a prote- for your for a protagonist. Uh, Motherfucker. <laughs> but tank controls are referred to a. Control system in video, used in video games, where, or the the uh, player movement, and is relative to the position of the player character. So, if you're walking down a corridor, and you're you're uh, on and you're pressing forward on the control stick, uh, but uh, the the character will walk forward relative to wherever they're currently facing. So, like. Like, it's, it's not relative to the screen position. Like, if I want to have them move towards the top right of the screen, you can't just yeah. do upright on the controller. It's like the opposite of, uh, how Zagreus controls in Hades, for instance. Yeah. Oh, I would hate that. Yeah. Oh, it's annoying. It, <laughs> it's made famous, made famous in survival horror games. Oh, those games that I don't play because I'd be bad at them and they would scare me. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> So I, here's the thing. I was thinking what I was thinking because I knew what a tank was. And I know that in D&D, you can, wizards and spell users can do control spells and debuff enemies to control the battlefield uh, to keep people to sort of control the others to stop damage from happening at all. And I was thinking to myself, that sounds like an overpowered character that shouldn't exist. Uh, but that's what I had to go for. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. uh, uh, do we ha- do we have time for your? your game? Oh yeah, we got plenty of time today because you know it's Hades. Uh, but I I I, I want to do one a, a traditional game of ours. All right, it's a popular one that we like. Mm-hmm. Everything changed when the baristas attacked the AU game. <laughs> okay, so I'm going I'm going I'm going in at first with with you guessed it, coffee shop up AU. Zagreus wor- er- er- works at his dad's fucking coffee shop. Oof. Like, did his mom make an organic coffee shop down the street? On the other side of town? Maybe. But you know what? Zagreus, he's tired of, of being behind the counter. He He's making deliveries. Woo! Awesome. <laughs> and also, Zagreus in, like, one of those, you know, barista apron. And caps. Oh, he'd look so cute. There you go. 
And he likes delivering stuff to people anyway. Really, that's true. Really, there's no, not really any change. That's true. It's true. One to one. One to one. <laughs> no notes. Except a note of, of chocolate in this coffee. Hey. Mm. Aw. He calls it the Ambrosia Blend. Ah, Nice. All right. Next up. Uh, can, can, can I interest you in our today's special, Nectar of the Gods? <laughs> so, yeah. So, 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 coffee shop AUs. Glorious. Love them. Uh, I see your coffee shop AU and raise you college AU. Uh, uh. Hades is the president of the university. Ooh. Persephone left academia. <gasps> the other gods are, are other presidents and deans and stuff of other universities, other better universities. Hades is a public institution. The, hey. the rest of them are private schools. Hades would open a public college. Yeah. Because he actually cares about things and, you know, and all that deep dab because Hades actually a good dude. Yeah, I mean, not not the greatest father, but you know what? He's I mean, he's, he's learning. Would you call Artemis's is a uh, one month uh, thing in the woods a university? Yeah, I mean, you get a certificate at the end and uh, and a hunting license. But they all still. make snide remarks, but it, it's always getting up written up in U.S. News and World Report. It's true. It's like a top program thing. Uh, and Armis fucking hates it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, and Zag is probably an undergrad at this point. Uh, Thanatos is a grad student. Um, of oh, course oh. he is. Let's also acknowledge that uh, Athena is running Bryn Mawr. Oh, oh, of course. <laughs> of course. <laughs> oh, martyrs. And Zag is, I'll try to find his mom. And learning more about how messed up academia is, but also trying to fix it, while also flirting with everyone around, because <laughs> he's Zagreus, and also it's college. I mean, it is college. Must, let's be fair. Let's be fair. Also, he's a classics major. Must be nice. It has to be the, the, the kid of the president of the school. Get to take off however much you want. Hunt with is your. Well, how, take off however much time you want and not have to worry about your credits. Said as a Meg said to a, um, at one point, probably. Frat row at whatever school Dionysus is in charge of. Oh, yeah. No. <laughs> or or uh, Dionysus doesn't even go, like, he doesn't actually go to a frat. He just makes all the best parties happen. And always gets doesn't invited. Doesn't even go here. He doesn't even. Go, I don't. Zag, man, I don't even go here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, so I was thinking about mine. Mm-hmm. And the thought that occurs is, guys, there's the casino run by Hades, but there's a plan, and it involves the dude's son. He's our man on the inside. We're doing a heist story AU. Nice. It's like Ocean's Eleven, but with Hades characters. It'll be great. And so you got to have Zag get all these people together to rob his own father's vault. (laughs) He'll never (gasps) suspect. (laughs) But we we need someone to distract Hades. But who do we who can we get? We bring in. My ma. 
Exactly. Like, like Persephone, you're here. Zagreus, yes, take the accused to the vault. I, I <laughs> guard it well. Well, I have to talk to your mother. Oh, uh. This was easier than expected. Guys, uh, plans off. I, I'm just gonna walk, walk in. <laughs> oh, and Theseus looks so upset because he has his chariot started. <laughs> I have oh. the chariot over here! Evildoer! <laughs> Demon, please, please, please let me just have a fun night out. <laughs> please? It's just, here, you and Asterius, just go take it in, uh, in, uh, the Penn and Teller show. <laughs> Friend Bull, let us go take in a show. Theseus mm. is such a dick. Asterius, he's legit, though. <laughs> Asterius is a good bro. Uh, also, we never mentioned it before. But when they were originally planning this game, uh, Theseus was going to be the main character. Uh, and the roguelike aspect and the changing chambers was going to be trying to navigate the, uh, maze. The labyrinth. Yeah. The labyrinth. But then as they were, you know, trying to write it, then <laughs> trying to figure out Theseus as a character, they're all like, no, he's, he's just a jerk. <laughs> we don't know what's so heroic about this guy. Yep. <laughs> so they made him one of the final bosses. And a dick still. Yeah. I mean, sometimes when you're doing your research about mythology and stuff like that, you're trying to incorporate into your story. Sometimes you learn some of these uh, ancient heroes kind of dicks. Yeah. There's no there there. <laughs> Hercules mean, uh, did what? <laughs> uh, who, who was the one uh, who, who uh, commanded the Argonauts? Jason. Yeah, yeah. Just, oh, yeah. <laughs> just straight up, up like... Thanks, babe, for her, uh, uh, killing your, her brother to cover my escape. Later. <laughs> Bye, I'll call you. I, you didn't get my number, though. So. Uh, uh, no, better bullshit. Odysseus is pulling half the time. Uh, <laughs> uh, Greek myths are great. Uh, good times. Uh, <laughs> no, just, uh, the whole entire Jason and Medea thing. <laughs> oh. <Huh>. Whoops. <laughs> Oh man! All right. Uh, is, is that is that all? Of them? I, I think so. All. all right. So that was Hades, the best game. Best game of the year. Yeah. If you haven't played it yet, play it. There's a story. You'll like it. Yeah. It's it's a very pretty game. It's actually you know easy. There's a god mode, so if you're having trouble, you can just you know make it easier, which I encourage. <laughs> and if you're like me and you beat the game and you want some extra challenge. There's hard mode changes, too. If you're me, you can do both. Which, really, in the end, isn't that what truly matters? And as- Play the game you want to play. <laughs> there you go. As always, if you have an idea or prompt to submit, head on over to nostorysacred.com slash submission. Follow us on Twitter at nostorysacred, or send an email through contact at nostorysacred.com. Your hosts have been Alex McDonald, Brendan McDonald, Pippin McDonald, and Catherine Crichton. Sometimes. <laughs> Kinda. <laughs> like, I, I think she is here. I, I think she's one of the many the, uh, shades that uh, had a lurk about, <laughs> about uh, the end of world. <laughs> Editing for this episode done by Brendan. Transcript done by Ashley DaCosta. Art by Jay Wolf. Show notes and transcript are available at nostorysacred.com. Uh, anything you want to, uh, promote? 
Uh, yeah, sure. If you're in the Pittsburgh area, I have a whole boatload of shows coming up in the next month. Uh, I have something on the 29th, the 30th, May 13th, uh, and something else now, too. Uh, I think like the 21st of May, I oh, believe. Nice. Yeah, so four shows. It's going to be great. All down at the Arcade Theater at various times. Look it up. If you're in the area, you can see me be an idiot. It'll be great. <laughs> All right. Uh, thanks for listening, everyone. And please rate, review, and subscribe to No Story Secret. You can also visit our Patreon page to support the show and get neat rewards at patreon.com slash nostorysacred. See you next time when we, we talk about the 1995 film Clueless. Maybe. Having a crew. Or less. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha! Fucking wow. Until then, we're No Story Sacred, and any story can be changed. I'm Alex. I'm Kurt. I'm, I'm Brendan. And I'm Pippin. And we're No Story is Sacred.